Hello, hello, all you gigalos. Welcome to a very special episode of Garbage In, Garbage Out. I'm your host, Kelton, and I'm joined this week by my amazing co-host, Grift. How's it going, buddy? Oh, it's great. Uh, broadcasting here from an unidentified uh, cabin in upstate New York. Uh, you know, just part of a shadowy cabal working on, you know, the latest latest in uh, uh, cryptocurrency and merch grifts. So, yeah, big big things coming soon, as they say. It's always nice to be speaking with a co-host that runs the inevitable assassination attempt risk. So <laughs> if you get drone strikes midway through this recording, uh, I will try and carry forward your legacy. But I don't have any talent, so uh, it might not be successful. But thankfully, we also have a guest who is incredibly talented. It is the amazing Ruby. Thank you very much for joining us this week. How are you doing? That was so sweet. Thank you. The uh, incredibly talented. Talented. Wow. That's the first That's time right. I've ever heard that in my life. Hello, Gigalos. <laughs> I'm great. I'm doing excellent. I'm doing well. Yes. I, I'm very glad to hear that. Uh, for anyone who is listening and may have picked up on the general pitter patter of when Ruby comes on for these episodes, uh, if Ruby has joined us, uh, she's here because I didn't like the thing that <laughs> we're covering. And so it's <laughs> such a joy to me this week that uh, with the new Halo TV show coming out on Paramount Plus through Showtime. And also from development hell of Steven Spielberg for the past like seven years or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're covering this topic right now. We aren't instead covering the slap heard around the world <laughs> or the fact that Dune just rocked out with its cock out and won all the technical categories and was robbed by the deaf people. Uh, once again, deaf people have had it too easy for too long, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the match should have been entitled uh, Quota instead of Quota. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, just, you know, it, it, very eventful times. And so it, it's so strange because I believe the uh, the Halo show came out on Thursday or, or Wednesday, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. But culturally, it might as well have come out two months ago because we've all completely moved on from it. So this is it's so bizarre to be talking about something that it's just the the slightest chance it had of catching on in the cultural zeitgeist just got blipped out by the oscars of all things yeah. what, what a like, I, ridiculous you, thing kelton was bitching like he does uh on the way in that he had to watch something he didn't like because of me and i was like you know it's your fault if you hadn't posted the screenshot i literally would not have known this show was out like i just i didn't care it's so so it's very nothing for something and considering that the franchise just came back with infinite pretty successfully and it's just very very nothing very no no talk about it people posted a couple screenshots of some bad effects and it kind of went through the cycle <laughs> it was very quickly pushed out very funny those are the good kinds of word of mouth though right like when yeah. people are mocking it mercilessly yeah. <laughs> for having bad effects yeah um and Sorry, it, it, it did not explain what the Chevy Tahoe was doing there. We were promised an explanation like of, of why there was a Chevy Tahoe in the background, but it I'm 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 giving it a negative rev review just because they they did not follow through on promising like an, an answer for us. <laughs> If he, if they were driving a Ford Warthog truck, they would still be able to be operating on the planet Madrigal, which is also the family name of the Encanto family. So that's uh, that, that it was really fucking me up. Uh, you know, let, let's not get too caught into the weeds here right now. Basic overgeneralized thoughts. Uh, what did y'all think of this, Ruby? Uh, general thoughts for the people. It was bad. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> if you like Halo, like it's going to piss you off. If you like, and but like not from the perspective you think, right? It doesn't really matter if you're a big Halo lore person 
or if you're just a fan which of the you games, are. which I am, but it very much just completely fucks the vibes of Halo. It doesn't get it. Like whoever made this was like, okay, skim the Wikipedia. This happens for like each game, you know. They did their research a little bit. They obviously uh, from the first episode were like focused on Halo Reach, and they were like, okay, this is the plot of Halo. Like I, I, I could literally totally believe that the creators of the show went Wikipedia. Um, most interesting Halo game. And then Halo Reach comes up and they go, okay, Halo Reach Wikipedia page. They skimmed it and they wrote a story. Because for like a Halo lore person, the most you get is a bigger focus on some of the like non-covenant people at the beginning. Yeah. And that's kind of it. Like it kind of sucks. It's just most of it doesn't really get the feeling you're supposed to get from Halo. You play the Halo games and you you have a feeling, you have a vibe yeah. you get from these games. And that does not carry over whatsoever in this show. Like it it feels like somebody farted this out after skimming basic plot notes and stuff from Halo, but they didn't play the game, so they don't get it. They don't get what it's supposed to feel like, you know, which really. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. Like, I'm not I'm definitely not a Halo lore person, but I've played enough of the games to, like, understand, like, what the feeling of it is. And it's this sort of like, you know, cosmic space grandeur, like like the, the mystery to it. They're like they're, But this just felt like a very poorly. Uh, like like a, like a, like a knockoff expanse with uh, very poor like world building. <laughs> like oh oh the poor man's expanse. Literally it felt like a gritty version of Red versus Blue. <laughs> it was... Like it literally feels like a shitty expanse and like a shitty like and like Chief feels like a shitty Mandalorian. Mm. Like, they really they had personally they had a very good case to make in like like cribbing off of Mandalorian for Halo. When they announced the Halo TV show with like Master Chief as the focus, because they also very easily could have done a Halo show without Master Chief. Like it's not really about him. The Halo games are about him, but there's infinite shit to do in Halo outside of Master Chief. When with, with Chief as the focus, you have a big like case to make that you can make a Mandalorian show. Chief is the fucking Mandalorian. He doesn't take his fucking helmet off which we'll, I'll get to angrily. I'll get to, uh, he doesn't, he he's, he's quiet. He's collected. He's, he's a bit of a smart ass, but he doesn't talk much. Otherwise his like his whole demeanor in the games very much gives me Mando vibes, except, you know, way fucking stronger. Cause like Mando gets his shit rocked a lot in Mandalorian. That's kind of his whole thing. Yeah. Is like- but chief is a fucking <laughs> unstoppable force. Like he's, completely like like he can't lose basically it's the press and he's the whole thing about the games uh, is that chief is lucky that's kind of the running bit in his character is that he's very lucky Uh um Mm. and that's where that kind of cosmic sense comes from that this is a big grand story about one guy but facing off against like insurmountable odds and still doing it you very much save like all of humanity and all of occupied space and like the universe basically as just one dude who just keeps shooting and is lucky. That's the, the whole running thing. None of that. Could, you don't, So, so you it don't, doesn't fall into like a weird upstairs, downstairs uh, style house of cards set in space opera uh, with a, like a family that's fractured and trying to find resolution. <laughs> like, no, that's, is, that's not could, a focal point. You could do that. Well, I just, you could feel, also like, show a dog fucking a donkey the entire time. <laughs> like you could, you I'm, could do lots okay, of things bitch, and call it a like, halo show. I'm saying like this premise isn't even that flawed on its own. It's just a really stupid <laughs> idea to do it with master chief because mass like, Chief, especially, oh my God, especially because this is set pre-reach. This is set pre-Master Chief's appearance in any game. This is him in like the novel era. This is him like very early in the overall plot line of the games. He should not ever, like literally ever question orders ever. Mm-hmm. He is, he should be used. I wrote down that I liked kind of the 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 potential and how they set up Spartans as like more like completely cold brutal killing machines with no morality you know because yeah 
They definitely from, set that up. From uh-huh. anyone's perspective in the universe, Master Chief is exactly that. And they're just lucky that he's focused on the aliens right now. Because uh, before that, he was just killing uh, people who were rebelling against the UNSC. That's what all the Spartans were doing. Which they talk- A lot of the, the only good things in the show are just little potential things they don't do anything with. And instead waste time on other stupid bullshit. Now, the, the counterpoint to that, and this is me as someone who has not seen mm-hmm. um, any of the extended lore, has not played the games, um, the, the obligatory counterpoint is, oh, well, that's a pilot episode. So they're not going to be able to touch on everything. They can hint at it. Things will be explored later on. That is what defenders of this will show. Now, now time will tell whether or not this is accurate or not. So let's go ahead and dive into a little bit of the brain trust for this show. Now, the, the showrunners and writers for this show, two guys by the name of uh, Stephen Kane and then Kyle Colleen. One was the executive producer of that TNT drama, The Last Ship, and the other one was a writer on Fear Street 1994. That is like their, their claim to fame. And Grift, I don't know if you remember <laughs> Fear Street 1994, but I certainly didn't think give that writer a 10 million dollars an episode tv show as a result of that i i unfortunately remember having to watch three fear street movies for one episode of this show and (laughs) very few uh plot points from any of those three still stick in my mind so i think that speaks to the quality of uh of of his writing there (laughs) yeah Truly wonderful things. And it is a shame because the cinematographer for this uh, TV show is a guy named um, Carl Lindenlaub, who also did the cinematography for Stargate and Independence Day. So like, he has a bit of a pedigree to him when it comes to knowing how to shoot this particular genre. The editing as well, a guy named Aaron Marshall is one of the lead editors. He did Vikings, Handmaid's Tale, and Penny Dreadful. So those are three varied things. However, it seems like he knows how to make a cohesive vibe, meaning, as you guys mentioned, if the vibe is fucked, it will stay fucked because this is the vibe that then they're choosing to go with uh, instead of a a one time thing. Yeah, that's now like your point about people defend like people. Yeah, sure. You can defend the like the lore pulling and what they do narrative like plot wise. You can defend that. Fine. Like I could find ways to to see where this could still lead to something interesting, but it's that they don't they don't get how Halo is supposed to feel. They don't get how Halo's supposed to make you feel and just feel on itself as a whole. They don't understand it. So it's it's a lost cause. Like, like I, I still remember like the feeling that playing the original campaign of Halo Combat Evolved like gives you, and it's like it's it's it's, so good. Yeah, and it's 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 epic and it's like and it and it's placed in this grand Mm -hmm. cosmic scale that goes back like eons before humanity but you're saving all life in the galaxy as you know it and it's like you you can barely even put it into words and, and it's literally like the like so some of like the the highest highs of like video gaming i imagine like i'm not a huge gamer but i imagine it's 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 pretty pretty tough to beat as as far as like um you know the the industry goes the art director of this show also did all of those harry potter movies then did the snow white in the huntsman franchise and also was the art director for the mummy movie and uh if there is something that this gives me in uh, terms of vibes it would be tom cruise's the mummy like that (laughs) seems like a comparable vibe of oh this is this is fucked like this is like idea was all this uh, who are these people like you're like you're like one for ten on this though the guy from independence there whatever like okay Sure, that kind of works. What the fuck are all these other fucking Fear Street and the Mummy? We now, I, I also I, it, it is it is me trying to do a selective uh, filmography for this guy because he did those movies in the past. The movies he's doing now are like Dolphin Tale Two kind of <laughs> projects. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to go with the things that are applicable to them. Um, 
Yeah. Also, several other crew alumni, they worked on that awful 2017 Robin Hood movie with Taron Edgerton and Jamie Foxx as Little John. And then, uh, oh, hey, guess what? Uh, thank you so much for being here, Ruby. Um, several of the other people also worked on the Moon Knight TV show that's coming out on Wednesday. So mm-hmm. do you feel good about that? Mm-hmm. What's your hype level for Moon Knight? Huh? Moon Knight was like that- the last thing that I had any scraps of interest in. <laughs> and I'm like, pretty much, don't don't drag me back to Marvel, man. I'm trying to move past it, okay? I'm trying to <laughs> extend my reach beyond this garbage. Extend your halo reach. I see. Uh. Yes. <laughs> uh, so let, let's talk about the actual plot here of, of this show. Because um, we begin with an aerial shot over a whole bunch of dunes uh, and fire stacks. <laughs> That's what I said. I saw it and I was like, dunes like from dune <laughs> i just i just saw like knock off mars from the expanse like it was literally like it just it like so, like vfx shots that ended up on the cutting room floor of the expanse like production unit. Um, excuse me like, Griff, this is all filtered orange uh that's way different than the expanse thank you very much doesn't even make any sense if you're gonna color filter <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense the if you're gonna do like a like a show wide like a constant color filter it should be blue it should be the well they blue. are blue when they're in the giant you know uh green screen set where they're all you know, dressed up like uh, rejected members of the galactic senate from episode Zinger. three so <laughs> you know um it, it's fine but regardless we are introduced to the ueg outer colonies it's in the year 2552 now the outer colonies broke away from the uh the unsc what's that united united, united nations, nations space senate? command Oh, Space okay. fascists. which sounds yeah. like the name of a military branch, but it is, in fact, the entire human government, like the intergalactic human government based on Earth or the United Nations they, Space Command. They really called their shot. They're like, all right, if one global organization is going to move past it in advance to the stars, it's going to be the United Nations. Uh-huh. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Th- are there Halo guys with blue helmets? That with just the blue helmets, <laughs> like the peacekeeper outfit, you know. Um, it's like that, that could yeah, be nice. it's like the like the guy with a shotgun meme surrounded by the UN, but it's like ma- like <laughs> like Master Chief surrounding like an elite holding up in a house with a plasma rifle. <laughs> I mean, quite literally, it has the same parallel in um, if you just take an insurrectionist and all the Spartans, because that's all the this is set. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep going. I'll bring that up later. No, 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 it's fine. Oh, it's off. fine. <laughs> like that, like I, that's where I thought this was like, oh, this might be interesting because we're like, we're taking, we're using this insurrectionist girl as like the focal point, right? Uh, and I was like, okay, so are we gonna explore how the UNSC is like just fascism? Are we gonna do that? And they were like, no, they're like, yeah, they suck, but they're still the good guys, which is so yeah you need you better than the, the aliens I'm the, sorry to remember the it's better to for all the, the left it's better to support the fascists it. yeah basically that's the see okay i don't want to i don't want to ruin everyone's <laughs> fond memories of halo if you're a leftist now but halo is not actually any good at critiquing the unsc they quite literally show you the horrific indefensible actions of the unsc and then they the game turns to you and goes but like, what else are you gonna do? There's like aliens, like there's barbarians at the gate. The fuck <laughs> yeah. else are you gonna do? Like, like you have it to is, get over it. Like Master Chief, like that. Oh it's a straw man MMORPG or whatever the fuck they want to call it. Um, yes, I. It, it is interesting. Um, why did the outer colonies break away from the UNSC? Because it seems like all they actually wanted to do was get stuck in the year 2015 with their costumes and equipment and, and then just do drugs and AKs. Yeah, I, yeah they're fucked the up. shit in the world. Jesus Christ. I fucking wrote down. I was like, can't have like anti-government, anti-American insurrectionists that don't have AKs because like the well, UNSC, the, the is UNSC actually on- funded them about 30 years prior <laughs> uh, because yeah. those outer colonies were combating. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a, it's a whole it's situation a whole circle. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> dedicated to the brave fighter to the brave mujahideen fighters yeah yeah but you know the, the the moral of the story is all you know when the barbarians are at the gates you know if you gotta you gotta put aside your revolutionary struggle and join with your overlords to defeat the real enemy like it that's, that's literally right. the act like the actual message of the main series of halo games up up until like before halo 4 which was the reboot with the new studio and shit was literally just look, dude, this guy is awesome. Like he's the coolest guy (laughs) ever exists and he works for the fascists and like, yeah, they suck. And he's like probably one of the most traumatized people in the universe because of them, but he's cool. And they gave him a robot girlfriend and they're saving you from the vicious, horrific minority. I mean, aliens like, are you gonna yes. refuse their their overwhelming iron fisted control? Because because you see you you see these aliens, they're religious extremists, and they, they are <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they literally, and, yeah. And the, for for them, you know, they're 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 trying to you know do the ultimate ritual in their religion, and uh, what do you know? That would lead to wiping out all life on Earth. So. What do you who who's whose side are you on? <laughs> I'm just laughing. I'm sorry. Uh the mid two thousands. People think culture sucks now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like it's, it's it was not this nice. and then nominate Crash for Best Picture. Like that's what you did <laughs> in the mid two thousands. People can get fucked if they have nostalgia for that. Like, oh, I, God. I love Halo and I love like I take the story of the first four technically three first four or five games halo one two three reach and technically odst because that was also made by bungie but i'm not going to count that in this case it's a side story the main saga uh timeline wise being halo reach and then the original trilogy of one two and three like they're fun and when you just kind of don't think about it too like don't think about the unsc too much if you play halo one two three you're fine You're actually fine because the UNSC are basically perfect in those games. Like, because the <laughs> aliens are already here, the covenant's already here, they're fucking shit up. Like, it's already a shit show. Halo Reach comes out, which is a prequel, which leads literally right up to the start of Halo 1, and that your Spartan and Halo Reach uh, is bringing Cortana to the ship that Master Chief is currently frozen on so that he can fly yeah. away and start Halo 1. Yeah, That's it's it's literally did. like Rogue. It's it's literally like Rogue One. Yeah, the, very like, much. Like the equivalent. Yeah, very much Rogue One. And like Halo Reach is where they're like. By the way, the UNSC also has their own CIA, and it's really fucked up. And you go, okay, okay. So, like, what's gonna happen? What do we do about this? And they go, nothing. The aliens are here. It's fine. They're good now. And you're like, we didn't. We didn't resolve all of the evil you just showed me is present in the people I'm going to be fighting for for the next three games. And they go, not my problem. I sold this franchise to Microsoft. Bye. And then they leave, (laughs) you know, and it's like and and I'm going to bring up Halo 4 briefly because like it it's a it's another example of of kind of squandered potential is what they did with the games after Bungie left uh, to go shit out Destiny or whatever fucking garbage they make now. Destiny sucks. But Halo 4 started exploring Master Destiny Chief as catching a, strays yeah. in the Master Halo <laughs> TV show review. <laughs> Master, ma, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I hate it. It sucks. Master Chief is like the focus of Halo 4. And they're like, okay, what if we made this guy into an actual person? Because he has like serious GF issues and is in love with this robot that's going to like die soon. And that was cool. And literally the ending of Halo 4 is like my favorite of all of them because he like for like two seconds, Master Chief is like a person and he's like, oh, my God, I feel emotions. What the fuck? And they kind of do the little they, they literally do what this show does in Halo 4 into Halo 5. And that Master Chief is like the UNSC kind of sucks dick. I don't want to work for them anymore, except the, 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 the reason is different in the show. They're like he touches this forerunner object and he goes, I remember my family. Who is that? I don't trust you anymore. But in Halo 4, he's like, my girlfriend is dying and you told me to delete her, but I don't want to. So I'm going to go AWOL. Bye. And then he leaves. Okay. 
explain the memories to me because i mean so okay you know, yeah i, I, I gotta I, do a I, little as always want to want to jump in and you right. know, go through full plot stuff so, so let's just catch up to this point okay of, uh <laughs> yeah, the, yeah go the, ahead. the aliens they attack this this in a know, really gory bonafide. sequence by the way yeah i wasn't I, expecting it to be that was like the best up. that actually got me kind of pumped like literally just yeah. seeing like a kids doing drugs in the woods gets blown off yeah shit. Like, like that rocks actually <laughs> freddy the third all right Fr- freddy the 13th friday the 13th <laughs> but with aliens uh attacking you know what how can we not how can we not actually want to get into this my biggest issue that i had with the beginning point is that there's a scene where they talk about like how valuable the spartans are because someone like one of the rebels is like oh i fought marines before they're like one spartan is worth a hundred marines yes yeah. like excellent job of telling us not showing us like yeah i'm so glad that this scene exists and then they show us later making the scene where they tell redundant. us about them yeah. Exactly. Like it it was just there for runtime padding and for like teaser hype up to the series kind of a thing. Uh, Cause I'm sure like that line immediately then led to a smash cut of the helmet and they're like, Halo coming out, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. whoa, I'm so excited. Like, no, we don't need that. It just felt like, so just- fake. Like the, just this exposition scene, like it, like, like obviously, these are all media properties that aren't real stories. But like the the if you're gonna like have your first scenes in like a Halo show, like just sort just hint at the the cosmic scale here. Not like don't like don't like just put like this obvious exposition scene in like a random like like outer world barracks. Like a bunch of nobody that nobody cares about. Like, yeah, um, excuse like, me. All excuse they want to do is drip feed you char- named characters from the games. That's all these characters are there for is literally to drip feed you other characters by name dropping them with, with Keith and the Spartans and Master Chief and all these like but, but mainline ca- and and Halsey and these are all just named. These are all big important characters from the games that are just like, oh, are you excited to see them? Hey, Halo fan, are you excited to see your favorite <laughs> characters? Are you? Are you? Keep watching. Keep watching this hour-long premiere, which didn't need to be an hour long. This could have been a fucking half hour. And if and if you're I, trying I, to bring, oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go. Oh, ahead. And and if you're like That's trying fine. to bring in a new audience that maybe isn't familiar with the lore, or it's maybe has annoying. played, maybe has played a couple of games, there's no reason to care about any of these people. It, like you're, it's it's not grounded in anything. There's no like. Like, give us some sweeping planet shots, at least. Like, literally, we barely even got any, like, epic space stuff, which is, like, which literally, like, the first scene of the Halo campaign in the first game is, like, a massive firefight in space where you're seeing the massive scale of these planets and the Halo ring and the ships and stuff. And it, like, it immediately, like, screams, like, importance and epicness and, like, just, and it it, it draws you right in. Yeah, almost like, and again, I'm, this could be exactly how it's shown in the games, and so my apologies if I'm just reinventing the wheel here. But almost like there should have been a big space battle that takes place at the beginning, showing the Spartans and aliens, whatever they're called, fighting each other. Then that gets transfixed into being a television report that then the the planet of Madrigal witnesses, and then yeah. we have our characters give their scenes of, oh, well, you know, I could take them, and no, they're actually that like that much more OP than you, et cetera, et cetera. Teenagers go off into the woods, they do drugs, they start getting wiped out. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, no, this could be bad. And then that's when the Spartans get introduced, finally. But that seems like it would require, I don't know, like a cohesive theme or yeah. an arc of some kind. And it's and it's um, referenced that like the 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 rebels on Madrigal, they like didn't believe the alien reports because they thought it was just yeah. like UNC UNSC propaganda. So like and have Which have not the, entirely wrong. No, that, no, that it's is a big Yeah. In like that's that's part of what I was mentioning that Reach introduced is that most of humanity doesn't believe in this bullshit because they don't actually see the covenant. Because the Covenant, like in the games, show up and like wipe out a planet and then go on, but it's not like quick. They're not like insurmountable, like 
like incredible like they're not unstoppable really it's just we, like it's something we haven't faced before so it's like unprepared kind of carnage or whatever but alien they, ghost muslims coming around <laughs> it's, like, it's just that it's 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 something that most people haven't ever seen and so like that's a the big 9 11 is coming from inside this house sorry i just i, I can't get over that so ruby Mm-hmm. I, like a legitimate question here. Mm-hmm. Um, when we see the alien attacking and, you know, they're mowing through the rebel forces. And then one of the aliens opens the door where all the children were being kept like uh fish in a barrel. So to speak, fucking murdered all of them, dude, that was fucking I crazy. Died laughing. <laughs> that was like, it, it was in that level of, um, I, I don't know. Have you how recently y'all have seen Saving Private Ryan? But like, there are a lot of scenes that take place in that movie that are humorous because of how objectively horrifying they they are. So you know, you laugh because otherwise you would just be in shock. That that kind of element, mm-hmm. and I feel like they were trying to go for that with this show, but. When it's a CGI alien opening CGI doors, firing a CGI gun into a black room with CGI bullets, it's just, it, it didn't ring true to me at all. I was like, oh no, the background actors, no. Yeah, please. like, like how overpowered the aliens were versus like the rebels but combined with like how shitty the cgi was it was pretty it was actually pretty comedic (laughs) it ruins any weight that it could have yeah because realistically like if if you do what you suggested which is show the space battle and all that stuff as like a news report that these normal people see on the ground and then you don't do this with such shitty cgi it would be pretty effective because the the covenant are essentially like like unstoppable to normal people that's why the spartans have to exist that's why the mm-hmm. unsc's fucking fascistic machine has to exist because they're quite literally unstoppable otherwise has to and has like, to has, yeah air, air, air quotes <laughs> i'm telling you that's the point of halo okay you don't have to like it but you but nobody can argue that halo wasn't pro unsc the all the games like it always was like they're the good guys and they don't care about how fucked up they are because at the end they justify it right we, we, we do, otherwise we do not negotiate with space muslims yeah there you go it's, and it's like it's like if my point in saying that is like if you're gonna if you're trying to translate halo to the screen something you gotta like you gotta commit to the tone and part of that is showing that the covenant are in, are insanely brutal because of their religious views towards humans which aren't even very consistent, by the way. Doesn't make any sense. I'll get to that when we talk. Oh, about, are you saying that they didn't the spend object. time thinking of the the fringe extremist no, 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 no. religion? It's not consistent they... in the games or in the lo- like. I think I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it's not. I'll get to it when we get to the object he picks up. That's where it's relevant. But like, like they're 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 brutal and their weapons are all energy weapons, which is beyond anything humanity uses. We don't use energy weapons. All of humanity's tech is still like kinetic ballistic weapons and bullets and stuff where they're shooting molten hot plasma at you that that in the games can melt you into can melt enemies into a puddle some wait now now you say that our human weapons don't like stand up to them Mm -hmm. but i saw master chief pull a fucking turret out and use human weapons to to obliterate an alien shield the the same turret that was ineffective against aliens that's what does Five that's also another prior. thing that doesn't make much sense, right? Because like I, I said that humans can't stand up to them because like realistically they can't. Normal people don't have energy shields, normal people like ballistic weapons are not as effective. Like mechanically in the games, energy weapons deal with the shields and then you swap to ballistics or whatever because they're more pinpoint accurate or whatever. So like when you're playing the game, you might drop someone's shield with a plasma rifle and then switch to a pistol and pop them, you know, in the head and they're dead or whatever. So like, like mechanically lore wise, that's kind of how that works. So ballistic weapons aren't as effective against the covenant because they all carry energy shields. um, And the Mm -hmm. Spartans can uh, Spartans, uh, whatever, but like they're still beatable. Like you play the games and, and a lot of the big open levels, you got two Marines running around on your warthog using that exact turret to mow down aliens. Like it still works. 
but they just wanted the humans to look like it's a very badly um what's the word it's not done well it's not uh the executed fucking word. executed thank you i didn't think of the fucking word it's not executed what, what, well. what is it uh, uh it's it's uh not good no, uh, that yourself. other thing oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to think of the fucking word Fuck you! Like it is. It is pretty uh, funny though. Like in the in the games, like you 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 sometimes have these like marines running around with you, and they're pretty lame compared to the covenant. Oh no, like, they're they're. Yeah. You have to you have to be careful not to accidentally kill them yourself. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times yeah. I flip my warthog, and so the marines pop out of the vehicle and they're standing there, and I go to press the button to flip the car over, and it crushes them and kills them, and like it sucks. I actually I would I would always play Halo. Deliberately trying to keep my Marines alive. If I lost a Marine, I would oftentimes reset a checkpoint and try to keep them alive. And it sucks because, like, you can keep driving and they get popped by one shot accidentally and they die. So, like, like it's kind of consistent, but it's also like it was very obviously just like they want the Spartans to look stronger, but they already uh-huh. set up this premise of the Covenant wiping out this human garrison, which doesn't make much sense because, like, in like it like when you think about it having 50 people with fucking assault rifles and turrets would handily hold off the covenant that attacked them but they got to look weak until the spartan picks up the turret and then he can well, like they're weak because it's mostly up. made up of minorities ruby that's why yeah. if they had more strong able-bodied cisgendered straight white men <laughs> uh, in, in their ranks yeah they would be able to uh, stand their own but you know it's, this is it's what we politics. get for the this is see halo Before is a future in which the magical. great replacement happens <laughs> 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 and we are less weaker for us and so the white I, race I must love... come in to save us from the aliens uh can i get a base <laughs> check uh... <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna check my levels here yep yep oh god um yeah so ultimately uh, 20 aliens are killed. Uh, 150 civilians are killed. There's one survivor. It's the the chick with that yee yee ass haircut, dude. Uh, the one that why looked... did they all have that haircut? That was the because first thing I like wrote Brooklyn down. Is this some kind of cultural shit? Like, are we supposed to be like, <laughs> it's a oh, cult. it's a different That's for planet? Sure. So they got fucking stupid ass haircuts. The fuck? It looked really stupid. It was very distracting. <laughs> it, it, it was horribly bad it's one of those things where i'm like i hope you get drafted into the military because then shave your you fucking just head. have a buzz cut yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> what the hell is this um yeah i i'm sorry i don't want to you know make any allegories but i was literally about to say pull a gi jane but then you know i got my <laughs> Possibly yeah, uh, instantly dated uh, well now it's current now it's a fresh yeah. reference uh, right now yeah, I mean, this, this is gonna go up the Lord's when? tomorrow. Yeah, like late yeah. tonight, tomorrow. You you already dated. It's okay. I did the same thing. I talked about the Oscars on my show, and then my show was instantly. Dated. I mean, to to be fair, we're we're due for like at least like three weeks of think pieces written by like white women in New York and L.A. Yeah, like mm-hmm. just this is why when Will Smith <laughs> slapped Chris Rock. I was reminded of my father. Insert, yeah. insert, insert. Yeah. We, we used to throw plates at the wall. It's like, your father is an obstetrician from Vermont. What, what are you talking Chris about? Chris Rock was my personal <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah. So, um, needless to say, the entire planet is killed except for one survivor. So it's delightful when she's like, I want independence <laughs> for my planet. And it's like, fucking sure, I guess. And then they Give go, no, kill her. Kill her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was like, like you could have hey, just can you said make a yes. propaganda video? And she goes, okay, first of all, I got to break down this scene. This girl comes uh, in. They, they they rescue the one survivor, the, the druggy girl from the insurrectionist camp. <laughs> the Master Chief and the other Spartans bring her on deck. She has a conversation with Miranda Keys important character from the games who has been recast as a different race. I am upset about this. Just, she know, wasn't even a redhead in the game. She's, she's no, she was, she was just white with black hair, like, <laughs> and now she's black. And black. Cool. Like, I'm getting out ahead of Ben Shapiro negatively reviewing the halo show because they blackified some characters, you know, uh, but so okay, so this it's Halo Black girl. <laughs> no, yeah. it's Halo Blackish. Is what it is. It's the same um, font. <laughs> they uh, this insurrectionist girl has a meeting with with Miranda, and she's like, 
this is this whole thing was ridiculous to me. Just the premise of this conversation. Hey, can you make a propaganda video for us since you know it's real? Like, do you mind? And she goes, how about I just lie? And I like how her response is like, but you'd be lying instead of like, I can just have you executed. Like, why are you like acting offended that this girl, like it's just a really weird exchange. She's like, I need you to make a video for the rest of the colonies and be like, the UNSC is right. These aliens are crazy. They just murdered my whole family. You should like join the UNSC and pay your taxes. And she goes, I don't want that because we hate you guys. And my dad hates you. So my whole personality is going to be hating you because my dad hated you. So if you make me do the video, I'll lie. And she just goes, oh, that hurts my feelings. Okay. And then they stop talking. And then later they order her to be executed. The most fucking, what the, what? What? So like, why give away the game? Like, just say you're going to make the video and then lie. Like, it's almost like, it's it's almost like there should have been maybe. I'll lie on the video. I'm not doing it. I hate you. And then she's like, what do you want? I want independence. Okay. First of all, you do not have jurisdiction. You do not have jurisdiction to grant her her entire planet independence. Miranda Keys also, like you some- can lie yourself. Yeah. And just say yes. Very weird. It felt very <laughs> poorly written. The dialogue was very weird. No one else very is on poor. that planet. You can just leave her on that planet. Literally, it can become a prison planet. I'm not sure if they have those, but probably you know, one person on a planet, you know. It doesn't matter. Or, you know, you send her down on your little on her own little spaceship and then you just shoot that spaceship as it's entering. Yeah, like, you know, they set themselves up for failure really bad. It's almost like they should have, like, emphasized the point that maybe this Miranda Keys character is new and is trying to do something to prove. So she's acting brashly. She's not following protocol. So that's why she's making such an insane offer. You know, like there are things you could have done that would be incredibly by the book and just boring in its own way, but it would have made cohesive sense for character justifications of what, of what's going on. Uh Like I'm, I'm willing to forgive so much exposition when it happens inside a pilot episode, you know, like, like that's just literally what I'm, I'm willing to do because they're trying to lay out all the chess pieces, so to speak. But, yeah, it, this didn't do it for me. Like also the the actress who played Miranda Keys just embarrassing acting. Like oh, I, everyone in this is a bad actor. Yeah. I was shocked. Like they're, they're like, like shockingly bad. One memorable. <laughs> it was it was all bad. I thought that the person who was playing Cortana and the person who was playing the blonde doctor, I was like, oh, those are the same person. I was shocked when I looked at the casting news and like, oh, those are two different people. Oh wow, white women do look alike. They're they're just <laughs> making a factory, printing printing out that shit. Uh, yeah, we. My goodness. <laughs> but it's fine. Um, so let, let's let's take a look here. Uh, I, I I really don't want us to waste time going over like the whole deal that's taking place like behind the scenes with it. Um, of like, oh well, there's a power struggle, and Miranda Keys's parents are 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 fighting for basically control a little bit, or they're bickering more like it. But um, they're both he- head heady members of the UNSC. I, I just I don't know. I couldn't really get behind these characters, um, in general. What did you think about the whole spaceship sequences and scenes that took place there? I just I just thought it was funny like how quickly the UNSC turns on itself like within <laughs> like w- within like the first episode you already have like Spartans threatening to fire on Marines and they're like dividing up like it's clearly not like you don't have like, good internal cohesion in this uh get, like you know, uh galaxy spanning empire <laughs> if, like, I, I hate i hate to draw this comparison but like the easiest thing in the world in, in, in if you want to show like how something is bad but you don't want to necessarily stay too long on something as a shorthand for us dumb americans is uh like in star trek you know they have the federation of planets right like that's star trek's whole deal 
well, in the evil timeline, they're called the Confederation of Planets. Mm. So they're the Confederacy of Planets, right? And I keep on thinking of like <sighs> United Nations Space Command. If it was instead like the Confederation of Nations, Confederacy of Nations Space Command, it was like, oh, well, okay, that might be a good way to remind us all that maybe they're not inherently the good guys. But as Ruby was alluding to, uh, they're actually supposed to be the good guys this yeah. entire time. And it's like, so, it's weird because they consistently show you, at least, like I said, the first three games don't really, but in Reach, uh, they really go hard on showing you how fucking awful uh, the ruling government of humanity is. And then they tell you to like suck it up because there's a more existential threat at hand, you know? And that's never resolved in the reboots, uh, in the reboot storyline. I haven't finished Infinite yet, but in the in like the reboot storyline of four and five and technically infinite, even though infinite is like a second soft reboot kind of, um, they don't acknowledge it. They kind of shift the story to something else. Also, because like acknowledging the fact that humanity's government is super fucked up doesn't fit the grand scale of the narratives that the first three games did. And thus, that's like the precedent. If you make a new Halo game, it's got to have that kind of scale, that kind of grandiosity. So you don't really have time to go deal with humanity's internal issues. But they also don't ever really pretend that you should because they're like, yeah, this is all really fucked up. This is horrible, horrific stuff. But like, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. okay, so one thing we brought up earlier that I held off on mentioning till we got to this point in the plot, when Chief touches the 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 object and has flashbacks the special to glowy his, rock. Yeah. Yes. So it's not a rock. I wrote it down is a rock, what Ruby. I what guess I had as to what it was, but I don't think that's what I thought it was an index for a halo ring because it kind of has roughly the same shape. And it looked like it was drawing. So doesn't matter. Point is, it's a forerunner object. The forerunners are like a super ancient, extinct Omega species of galaxy controlling aliens that built the Halo rings. And they they deigned humanity their successors. So humans can use forerunner objects, uh, which is why I mentioned the covenant hatred of humans is kind of inconsistent because humans are like holy in that they can control forerunner objects. The Covenant worship the forerunner, but they hate the people whose physical like biology was designed to interface with their holy objects. I don't know if they're jealous or whatever, but whatever. So, so you're saying that like humans and these aliens, even though they're from two different cultures, they have kind of like the same um unifier like a, of abrahamic religion no never mind never mind never mind scratch that scratch oh wow oh the subtlety oh <laughs> it's about as subtle as james bond's balls getting smashed I mean, in so, at so Royale. You, you, you see the 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 forerunners were the romans and the <laughs> the unsc are the christians then you have this upstart new abrahamic religion coming in they yeah they're 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 trying to be the real one we we can't have any of that no <laughs> and if, no, if not you at really all. if you really want to push this then in the lore there were another species who we know as the precursors who were the galaxy controlling aliens before the forerunners those are the yeah. jews i was about to say <laughs> yeah they controlled the cosmos and by that i mean Banks. Banks. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They they could they control the cosmos. Hails and on. By that I mean <laughs> literally the weather. <laughs> well um, nice. It's nice to see that this is, you know, this sci-fi Turner diaries kind of uh, <laughs> logic is taking place here. This is excellent. Uh, this is cool and this is great. Um again, a lot so, of a so lot that, of this stuff isn't explored all too deeply. It's just like seeds are planted and, and, and then also and then the books you know, and the other games try to dig into it and they don't do it very well. We're we're also running a little long and uh I, I hate to say this, but um it's not that interesting, everyone. And uh if it is interesting, I'd look forward to being proven wrong like eight weeks from now when it's like, an amazing season finale. There's two things that like should be a, a red flag for a Halo fan. This is gonna suck ass, okay? One, it's not so in your face, right? Um, I don't think Master Chief should have been the protagonist of this. Spartans are kidnapped as children when they're six years old. 
uh, from pre-selected families based on their genetics and a clo- a fast dying well, clone. But they're called Spartans. It, it, uh, shut up. Let me finish. Do you want this? Uh, okay. Do you want the show to go on too long? Like you're already complaining that it's too long. Let me finish. Uh, running long and complaining about it going they too long. Those are two very different things. A fast dying clone, so the family doesn't notice, and then they like fuck. They fuck the kid up, <laughs> propaganda and indoctrination, and and a bunch of shit. And so the kid ends up forgetting his family, repressing those memories, and becoming a perfectly obedient soldier. And then they go through bio augmentation to become Spartans. Many of them die. Forty uh, k. They're space marines, but lame. Uh, and the then they become uh-huh. perfect obedient soldiers in service of the UNSC who never question orders. Master Chief uh-huh. does not question orders at all until Halo 4, the reboot series, only because uh-huh. they ran out of main story stuff. So they're like, where can we create a little conflict? Because the Covenant were gone. They needed a new conflict. Master Chief Wouldn't was always... cool if Master Chief was the antagonist in season one then? That's what I'm saying. I thought they were going to do that. And I thought it was funny because I was like, you're taking the worst Halo game, Halo 5, where they make where they make Master Chief go AWOL and you play as a different guy trying to take him down. And it sucked for a lot of reasons that I'm not going to get into. You're going to do that. And then they go, no, we just don't really know what we're doing. Like, it's very obvious that they don't know what they were doing. He shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. He should yeah. have remembered <laughs> him remembering his family and having this conflict now quite literally invalidates his entire arc between yes. Halo one and Halo four. Like it, because it, a lot of the the tension and the turmoil that he feels as a character is him slowly breaking through that conditioning over the course of these games, and they waste that and Im- immediately, like in the first episode. And the other red flag that this is going to suck, he takes off his helmet. Yeah, what the, the fuck? Episode, and he's one, he's just some white guy, and two, <laughs> that sucks. I don't think he should ever take like literally yeah. let's say they're going to do three seasons of this shit and like no it doesn't matter let's just say it do, it's doing well they're making seasons they don't take his helmet off until the show ends like ending ends at best if at all he does not need to take his fucking helmet off they should have Darth Vader did dude have Steve Downs the original voice actor do the voice and a physical actor play him in the suit like you don't fucking he doesn't need him taking off his helmet like fundamentally misunderstands the character. He's supposed to be like him having a face fucks the whole thing up. It completely <laughs> ruins his vibe, dude. He feels yeah. like a fucking lo- he feels like a loser. He feels like it- <laughs> I look at him in that armor. Not only am I reminded of the horrific CGI of Iron Man in any MCU movie where his floating head dangles in that fucking CGI suit, <laughs> but also he just reminds me of some like Milsim tryhard LARPer at an airsoft field. Like that's the vibe I get yeah. from this guy's face. He yeah. looks like a he looks like a airsoft. like a dishonorably <laughs> discharged Marine who goes home and plays Halo because it feels cool. Because it feels like the United States military is saving the the galaxy from aliens, you know? Like Wondering he, why he looks still like a only, like- fucking loser. And it sucks. It ruins the mystique, the stoic mystery of the character. Cause like Dude, I don't know, man. In those Halo cutscenes, when he turns and his little visor's just staring at the camera, you felt his emotions, bro. Because it, yeah. it didn't rely on his face; it relied on the score and the Ruby. like and the, the reality yeah, of, the, of whatever just happened. And they they're just like, no, just have him look like he's lost. And here's here's these little like stoic quips that he gives in the games that can actually be like funny sometimes too. <laughs> like I hate but, but it again, uh, uh, Grift. I, I mean this. You are expecting the writer of Fear Street 1994 to get quips. I was expecting somebody who at least played the fucking game, man. Like nah, nah. have you like play the fucking game, dude? This sucks. Like one thing I wanted to mention about how this as an episode, as a pilot episode, was fundamentally broken was that if you are going to have Master Chief being going off book. Again, in terms of the redoing it, and also I think it, it would shorten it and tighten it. Is when Master Chief gets the kill order, it it should end with then him unplugging the shuttle from the main computer system and them having no idea what Master Chief is going to do next. Like that should have been the end of episode one. 
because all of the other elements seemed entirely superfluous of where they take the oxygen down to zero, but then he's able to boot it back up, but then they're able to force the landing, but then they're able to go back up. All of that doesn't matter. All of that was just filler. Literal complete waste of time. The entire yeah, thing it, was a complete waste of time. And they're also like, like that's like, they see that tied with the helmet thing. And with the fact that silver team immediately, but like is willing to go a wall technically and disobey, like, they're literally squandering a lot of potential like conflict between the characters very quickly. Cause that's all like, it's always about it's all, hey, it's in a, like, I knew talking about halo, the show was just going to result in talking about how the games were so much better at conveying what they wanted to convey. A lot of the well, stuff is also- right there to expand on Miranda key or fucking uh, Catherine Halsey, the creator of the Spartans gave all these kids, mommy issues. And now they like do whatever she says. That's a big part of the conflict in Halo Reach. And they're just like, uh, use it for a quick resolution to this scene that we got ourselves into and don't know how to get out of. Have her tell the Spartans to disobey, I guess. Like, eh. out of curiosity, again, I hate, I, of all people, please know I bring this up from a, a point of pain here. Uh, Griff's Ruby, have y'all seen the Bad Batch TV series? On Disney Plus, I refuse. Involving I refuse the, the to consume troopers. Star Wars content. No, no, I have not. Okay, well, I I have watched that, and it it is amazing to me about. It seems like Disney, in its infinite wisdom, just decided to make a cool Halo TV show, but they just co- incorporated it with stormtroopers. Because, you know, they're all brainwashed and then some of them are more brainwashed than others. They have inhibitor chips, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a lot of themes in it, which is making me crack up realizing that Disney just so obviously lifted so much from Halo. Uh, Not that I was ever going to give Disney props, but to then realize, like, oh, that's where you got it from. You just reskinned this entire, you know. I mean, like, quite literally, a much better Halo show would have been essentially like take so like halo reach the plot of halo reach you play a different spartan who's not master chief who's kind of nameless because you can fill the void like you know you can customize their armor and that armor customization carries through to the campaign cutscenes. like it's your it's your it's you it's yourself insert or whatever on this team of other spartans who all have very distinct personalities and and morals and all that stuff and that would have served as a much more interesting premise following a team of Spartans through something, you know, it could, it could be like, like I would imagine they wouldn't want to just directly replicate the story of one of the games, but they could just take another team of Spartans on reach during the fall of reach. There's already like, there's a book called the fall of reach. They made a whole game for the fall of reach. Like the fall of the planet reach is probably like the ripest place to pick stories from in that era of the timeline and i'm just like like Mm -hmm. it's just there's no in there's no creativity there's no inspiration here there's There's not even an attempt to having unsc bring about the third reach (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna laugh at that one i'm not gonna give you i'll give you that one (laughs) thank you thank you it's marginal but i'll give it Uh, to you (laughs) (laughs) that's where i live baby <laughs> uh so yeah th- this was a real piece of shit i i hated it uh Sucks boo, boo this stupid show uh first 18 minutes uh were were able to keep its head above water but then the fact that it was another 40 minutes after that and it was all just kind of mindless upstairs downstairs shit it was on a spaceship but it was inside uh, a little space shuttle so they just had no budget basically for the last 40 minutes they blew all the fucking budget on the on the garbage fucking cg for the covenant like I don't get how you can spend that much money and it still looks that bad (laughs) yeah I am going to look forward to finding out like what Hungarian special effects studio is just rolling in the dough right now. Um, also, a Serbian I, film I'm... Halo. Yeah, it, it, it was it was being produced in Ukraine, but they had to cut it short because the invasion. <laughs> the finishing touches. Oh no, we oh. the wrong version. Oh my <laughs> god! Save the backup files. 
Um, yeah, I, I just want to. I just want a Doom TV show. I think is ultimately what I want. Uh, that's what this is making me realize. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, let's get into the world of plugs. Ruby, thank you so much for subjecting all of us to this sort of thing. It, it's been an experience. Um, what what's going on in the world of Into the Spider Cast? Tell uh, us a little bit about that. Okay, so if you haven't heard. We're back uploading weekly episodes, kind of. Maybe sometimes it's a bit more than a week or sometimes a bit less. Depends on how tired I am when I start editing. Uh, I had, I've had, uh, we started covering one of the animated, like right now I'm just going to go through all of the animated Spider-Man shows and we're starting with Spectacular Spider-Man. I've started covering that. I had a guest on a comic book writer named Steve Fox and we talked a bunch about comics and the process of writing comics and all that stuff and spider-man stuff as well i got i'm very proud of the cute little uh intro that i got and the theme music that i got for the show it's all very nice and professional sounding so that's 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 all lovely that's my thing uh at on twitter the at is uh spidey verse pod is the is the at handle for you to go to and then there's a there's a pod page there and everything for everybody, for everybody to find and 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 listen to and such, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of stuff, stuff going It's a long list of episodes, three seasons, then another show that's five seasons long, a lot, a lot of stuff to cover if you need Spider-Man stuff. And I'm also, I'm also making like five other things at once. I kind of decided to say like, fuck it. And I'm just going to pursue every creative venture I wanted to pursue all at once. I'm making an audio drama with Grimm. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell anybody. I don't think he cares that much. So yeah, I'm, me and him are making an audio drama together. Uh, I'm making a web series. I'm writing a video essay. I'm also writing a screenplay for a short film. I'm just doing all this at once. And I'm like, what the fuck ever, dude? I'll either die. It's, it's called Halo, like, but with a W at the end. Yeah, all it's, I do is fan know. fiction. I'm a talentless hack. <laughs> <laughs> and Master Chief fucked, still keeping his helmet on because he's no, not no. He takes off his helmet cat. and he's um, who would I? Robert Pattinson right now. There we go. Or Timothy I Chalamet see. next week. Just whatever, <laughs> whichever one. Did you see? He went to the Oscars without a shirt on. He went to the Oscars. I, I didn't. That was fucking. That was cool. That was awesome. Good. Yeah, yeah, blazer on, like a little sequin, but I'm gonna stop. Sorry. Master Chief took off his helmet and revealed he was one of those, you know, hot young white boys. Yeah. One of those. Picture yeah, well, one of them. Yeah. But not too young, you know, because this is isn't problematic. Please don't young, make but, me a know. pedophile, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry all for of being that, a little all corny of that on in your the show. Screen notes, I apologize. Though. Don't Just... fucking make me into a pedophile. I don't. <laughs> Twink, Master Chief. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He's just, yeah. he's just one of the fast aging clones, okay? So he might be six weeks old, but actually he has the body of a 34 year old, so it's fine. Many more quadrants about. He's supposed to have the body of a six week old and the and be 34. That's the lolly excuse or whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a perfect segue then. Griff, <laughs> uh, what's going on in the shot? Yeah, yeah, huh? perfect huh? segue to the Griff shot. I don't know what what was being from pedophilia yeah. to uh, crypto merch. It's a perfectly yeah. <laughs> in in brand segue. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, it may be uh, snowing currently at my uh, undisclosed location in the mountains, but we're getting. There's going to be some, you know, springtime is here. We're probably going to be bringing uh, tank tops back to the shop soon. We got the first ever bucket hat uh, in there in my uh, uh, shadowy uh, seed, oil, seed oil capital cabal. That's that's being formed <laughs> as you speak. Uh, you know, uh, fiat currency, your time, your your days are numbered. Um, I, so, not to interrupt you, but I tried to make fun of them and they liked it. Which was oh yeah, nice. no, that's that's that, that that's what we did. <laughs> it was very like, funny. That's the thing. We we mentioned I don't remember if it was on here or on my show, but we did mention at some point that you are foolish to if you don't like people who are in the NFT space, but you just gotta ignore them, dude. They love it when you make fun of them. They love it. They're all little masochists, you know. You, you, <laughs> hey, you're over any there any attention, any any attention is good for the value of the project. Yeah. So, yeah. So you got to pump it, those numbers up. the The interest in NFTs is plunging pretty bad. So, uh, it, so. Uh, engagement your, is engagement. You you uh you don't own a lady, so uh, I don't know if you can talk. So, yeah, yeah, I own I own a Spider Man <laughs> NFT instead. 
<laughs> of course. <laughs> I, I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't like I I okay. Somebody in some distance was a like, great you want this? Segment. And I was like, yeah. Oh man, people are definitely still listening right now. Uh, <laughs> Don't yeah. be a, hey, yeah, it's your fault. You invited you. I've been on here five times now. You know the deal. I'm an incredibly weak-willed person, but you have my word. I will will now quote the Halo experience for future appearances. (laughs) 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 That's how long the the sanctions will continue for during season one of Halo. Uh, Christ. Well, for the actual podcast itself, uh, follow us on Twitter at GigoCast. Follow our, our website. Or follow our website. Go to our website, Gigo.plus. Also, we have Patreon stuff where we are kind of doing um, like a TV show club. We're working our way through Yellowstone. So that's incredibly fun to talk about the uh, various events that are happening at our favorite Montana royalty family uh, and their abode. So uh, with that in mind, let's go ahead and say goodbye, everyone. Peace. Goodbye. Goodbye.